The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in. Be inspired. Hey friends, how are you? Jamie here from the Pure Jamie Mill Podcast and JMT TV. A very short podcast this year, uh, this um, this time to open up the year. What is 2022? I hope you all had an incredible New Year's and Chrissy period with loved ones and had tons of fun and all that stuff and really enjoyed yourself and perhaps got some well-deserved rest. Going to open up the uh, podcast series this year with a short um, session on procrastination and motivation. Um, I think we all potentially suffer from a bit of procrastination at times and we all lack a bit of motivation at times. So I think it's really relevant at this time of year to shine a bit of a light on those areas. Um, now with procrastination, sometimes there's a lot to do with our thoughts our thinking in relation to procrastination. There's also uh, a connection uh, commonly found with with people that live with a, with a bit of anxiety. Um, also some illogical thinking also leads to procrastination. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to shed a bit of insight into the attitudes and thinking around procrastination and then share with you a strategy for getting motivated um, and also being able to reflect in our own lives the last time that we were really, really, truly motivated. Now, let's start with procrastination first. So procrastination basically puts a bullet in anything we want to do. So sometimes we get conflicted, we have these thoughts where we really want to do something, but then there's another part of us that that doesn't want to do it and could potentially feel overwhelmed. So I present this question here. What do we think, what do you think comes first? Motivation or action? Because this is a really big one. And it can often be looked at like, you know, what comes first, the horse or the cart? Now, with a person, if you found yourself procrastinating in the in the past, you'll often find that it's a bit of the cart comes before the fucking horse, which is it just never going to end well. So, if you look at that metaphor of the cart going before the horse, we're thinking, you know, what what's first, action or motivation? So again, what do you think? What comes first? Do you need to be motivated before you take action? Or do we take action to then create motivation? From my point of view, it is 100% action. Action always beats motivation. Motivation to me personally, from my perspective, is confectionery for the brain, is confectionery for the mind. Motivation comes and goes. It's like the fucking wind. It's like... Um, it's like a cork bobbing in the water. Like the tide goes that way, cork pisses off that way. Tide moves that way and cork's gonna, you know, ripple over that way. It's it's it comes and goes. It's it's at the mercy of 
external factors and even internal factors, but action is always guaranteed. Like action is always gonna produce a result. So if we look at it like that, it's almost, I call it the action motivation continuum. So if we take action, that then we might not like it at the time. If we take action, that breeds a bit of motivation. And when we breed a little bit more motivation, we're then gonna take more action. So more action breeds more motivation and more motivation breeds more action. So think about it, the last time you took action on something, it could be just washing the car or something like the thought of washing the car, you, you know, rather stick pins in your eyes. But once you start and you start to get a bit of a, a bit of, a bit of, um, you know, satisfaction from what you're doing, car's starting to sparkle, sunlight hits the car on a weird angle, you're like, oh my God. You're just basking in the, you know, a bit of that satisfaction from the work that you've done, which then makes you more motivated to even wash the tires, which then makes you even more motivated to start vacuuming on the inside. Then you start to lose that motivation again, but you take more action and start spraying a little bloody lemon myrtle and your lang lang spritz or that sex wax uh, scent in your car. And so by taking action first, that breeds more motivation and more motivation breeds even more action. So that's the action motivation continuum. So the more you do, the more you'll feel like doing and the more you feel like doing, the more you will do. Now, another reason why sometimes we, we procrastinate is a fear of failure or even perfectionism. And you may have heard the term, you know, we throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's like, you know, if we can't go all in, then we're not gonna go in at all. Or we actually find ourselves afraid of what happens if we fail. One of the great presuppositions of neuro-linguistic programming is there's no such thing as failure or mistakes. There's only feedback. So when we make it okay to maybe make a few mistakes and see what we learn from those and how we could be educated from some of our some of our perceived failures or mistakes, we again get more inclined to be motivated to take more action. So making it okay to make a few mistakes or to, you know, perceptually fail. And perfectionism, you know, if everybody decided to throw in the towel because things weren't perfect, um, hardly anything will get done. I love a philosophy that I heard that was shared with me the other day, and the philosophy was better done than perfect. Um, I was looking at, and I'm still looking at, franchising JMT and the JMT Mindgen, this beautiful synergy between working out and working in, right? And for myself, having no formal or classical education in business and franchising, again, am I going to wait for everything to be perfect? Am I going to wait for the perfect opportunity? Or am I going to, am I going to shy away from this because I'm so afraid I might fail? Uh, no, not at all, because better done than perfect. So with regards to procrastination, 
you know, that perfectionism and that fear of failure, it would be within our best interests to have a little bit of flexibility around that, um, that concept. Now, another, another thing to consider is a good old fashioned, especially in relation to procrastination, is the good old topic of cognitive distortions and the should statements. I should do this. Oh, I should go and wash the car. Oh, I should um, start exercising now. I knew I should have started eating more vegetables. And when we when we use the term should for either ourselves or for other people, we put an unnecessary benchmark of pressure and stress on ourselves. We, we don't want to should all over ourselves and we certainly don't want to be a should head because these unnecessary standards create pressure. And at a deep unconscious level, or even neurological level, this pressure, you know, think about when you're pressured to do something, we don't want to do it. And then that perfectionism, that fear of failure, that, that lack of motivation kicks in because the shoulds that we put on ourselves when we should all over ourselves set these, set these unnecessarily and unrealistic expectations a lot of the times. And expectations and assumptions are the mother of all fuck-ups. So instead of shooting all over ourselves or shooting on other people, hey, you should have done that. I reckon you should have done that. Don't, don't put unnecessary pressure or expectations on your friends and don't do it to yourself because it can lead to more procrastination. So before we go on to something, a motivation strategy, before we go on to that, I want to remind you about the action motivation continuum because I, I really do think that is probably the greatest insight I can share with you today on the topic of procrastination. Take action. Remember, Action breeds motivation because motivation is a fucking waffly, piss-weak confectionery term for the brain. Motivation comes and goes like the fucking wind. So take action, whatever action looks like, even if you don't want to do it. Now, I wanted to share this part with you because I, I find myself procrastinating quite often. So what I do in a work context, so I work Monday to Thursday, right? And my working hours can be anywhere between 10 and 14 hours. Granted, there are little windows in the day where I get a little bit of time to myself as a business owner, but what can happen there is I can find myself doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that and some things that aren't related to work. So I make some rules for myself and these rules have titanium walls on them. They are like no, no fucking break in these rules. I make a promise to myself and I honor that promise that Monday to Thursday during my working day, I'm either working you know, in the business or on the business. So I'm, I'm working or I'm working out, I'm exercising, I'm working in here, I'm meditating or doing breath work. That is stuff that is really good for my mental health. So I'm either working out, working in or working. 
and that is that is the that is the structure. That is the rules for Monday to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I take things easy. Uh, I'll do a little work on the business on a Friday. Hang out with some cool people. Spend time with my children and my family, and that's how I live my life. And that helps me with that action motivation continuum. Um, so have a think about that. What that looks like for you, because remember that the more that you do, the more you'll feel like doing. Um, more of those things and you will continue down that pathway enthusiastically and that is a surefire way to crush motor, uh, crush procrastination finally I said at the start that I was going to give you a motivation strategy so here it is so get a pen and paper because this one is incredible and you can call upon this at any time and I know that you have this innately within you to create some kind of motivation or something to to fall back on so let me ask you this remember the last time you were truly motivated like totally motivated within the context of your life think about the last time you were totally motivated it could be any time close your eyes for a second and take a nice relaxing calm breath and think about that time when you were totally motivated go back there see what you could see hear what you could hear feel what you felt that time way back when in your life through the ages it could have been a week ago a month ago two years ago 20 years ago but you were totally motivated in all aspects of your life and remember that time now maybe even write that time down notice what you felt become aware of what you could see there might be like images that flash up something like that and hear what you could hear Now I want you to become aware and think about what you felt before you were totally motivated. Before you were totally motivated. What happened then? What were you feeling then? Think about that. What was it that you felt before you were totally motivated? And I want to give you an example of my life. I went through the special air service, the SAS selection course, as a civilian, which was called a direct entry. And when I did that, that was I was totally motivated. It, went, it happened over an 18-month period. And if I think back to even the simplistic parts of it, the simple part, the simple testing. Uh, days we would go and do the beep test and a few other things um, and even the timed pack runs and stuff at the at the regiment's uh, base in Papakura, uh, Rene Lines in Auckland. I think about that was one of the most motivated times in my life of many 
but there was a common thread. So I think about when I was actually in that process of selection, I was really fucking motivated. I was watching what I was eating. I was spending time with other people that were motivated. I was totally dialed in and uh, towards that end outcome of potentially going in to the special air service as a 37 year old. Um, I was super motivated. But if I look what was going on before that, I realised that before every testing modality, I was one, really anxious, two, uh, scared, three, um, feeling really nervous. And I knew that those nerves, that anxiety and that level of fear, that, that was important to me in the sense that I was in alignment and congruent with something that was really important to me and I knew I had to take action. So anxiousness, nervousness, fear, being scared was really important in the context of being motivated for life. So let me ask you this question. What was important to you in what you felt before being totally motivated? And if you could if you could pop that into either a word or a couple of words that would be really powerful so for me my words were you know uh, nervousness excitement importance and they are like they are uh, linguistic markers for me when I think about those words in relation to the context of my life and being motivated they that means that I'm in alignment that I, I am congruent with what I'm doing if I don't feel that level of nervousness or I don't feel anxious or I don't feel excited about what I'm potentially doing I'm I'm not I'm probably not I'm not going to be motivated for that thing. So that that's for me. So if I ask you what's important about what you felt before being motivated, you might be able to, to come up with something that is specific for you. I hope that helps, team. Often in the world of like sports psychology, we get really focused on particular moments that we can visualize, we can mentally rehearse, you know, like being on the podium, uh, winning a race, uh, winning a fight, winning that, 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 that try, that scoring that winning try, things like that. I'm more interested in what was the catalyst to get you motivated, to get you there. What was the thing, the feeling, the moment that got you motivated? So go back there and focus on that and ask yourself five to six times, what's important about that? What can I learn from, and like in my, from my um, experience, the, the anxiousness, the nervousness, the fear, Get, get really, really interested and curious and become aware of what that was and use that as a strategy for whenever you're lacking in motivation so you can take action. And the more you take action, the more motivation you'll feel. And the more motivation you feel, the more you'll be able to take even more action. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. If you sat in and listened to this podcast, I hope you've gained some uh, learning, some insights, some wisdom, some knowledge from it. 
Uh, know that this particular podcast is not a substitute for working with a mental health healthcare professional or a mental performance professional. It's just purely an insight into the world of procrastination, how to squash that and how to get motivated for 2022 and have an an amazing, magnificent shot at starting off this year within the future view and vision of yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for hanging out with me and Sugar. Sugar! See, the Roddy's get up. Oh, come on. <laughs> Say goodbye to everyone. All right, team, go well. Thank you for listening in. The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast.